Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, September 4th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 18th of Elul in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is calling for tough measures, including immediate deportation of Eritreans who participated in violent riots in Tel Aviv Saturday. Eritrean asylum seekers demonstrated against an event held in support of their country's dictator regime. The protests turned violent, resulting in hundreds of injuries, including both refugees and police officers. At least 160 people were injured, with 8 in serious condition, 13 in moderate condition, and 93 with light injuries. Nearly 50 police officers were injured. Most are suffering from bruises and other injuries from stone throwing. Sheba Medical Center declared this a mass casualty incident, with 29 injured individuals being brought into the hospital. One of them is unconscious and intubated. NGOs or non-governmental organizations are accusing Israel police of using excessive force against asylum seekers. Many asylum seekers are being accused of having smashed in windows and become unruly in the streets. Here's a story that I missed a few days ago while I was out of the country. Wanted to get this to you. I found it fascinating. Libya's Prime Minister, Abdulhamid al Daibi is vehemently and loudly rejecting any notion of normalization with Israel. This comes after a recent secret meeting between former Libyan Foreign Minister Najla El Mangush and Israel's counterpart Eli Cohen in Rome was published in the Israeli media. So they had a meeting in Italy, in Rome, Italy, and then the word got out. Now, if you had a question in your mind after I said former Libyan foreign minister, you're right. The female foreign affairs leader was fired from her post after meeting with the Israeli official, and she even had to flee the country. The prime minister of Libya said this, even if it was a side meeting or in passing, it requires a harsh response to be a lesson on the nation's sanctities, end quote. Dybeck declared the Rome meeting a serious matter and announced an investigation into the incident to uncover the circumstances regardless of the intentions. He emphasizes his government's complete rejection of normalization with Israel and its full support for the Palestinian cause. Member of Knesset Simcha Rothman, who is largely behind the judicial reform, is seeking to file a motion to disqualify Supreme Court President Esther Hyatt from presiding over a hearing related to the reasonableness standard law. And he wishes to argue the case himself instead of relying on the Knesset legal advisor. 
Rothman's move comes after Hyatt criticized judicial reform in a speech in mid-January, leading him to believe she was biased. Knesset legal advisor Sagit Afik has reportedly refused to file the motion. Rothman argues that Hyatt's opinions are, quote, completely locked in, end quote, and is now trying to find a way to use his own legal power to disqualify her. Israeli forces conducted an operation inside the Janine refugee camp, which erupted in gunfire and clashes with armed Palestinians. Three Palestinians associated with the Hamas terror organization were arrested during the operation. While attempting the arrest, several Palestinians tried to flee the building and were reportedly hit by IDF fire. We are not sure of their current condition. IDF troops faced gunfire and stone throwing during the operation and returned fire. The operation marks the first time that the IDF entered Janine since a major operation took place in July with the intention of rooting out terrorists and terror cells operating there. Reports suggest that some five Palestinians were injured in the clashes with one in serious condition. Israel police have arrested four suspects involved in the killing of a 41-year-old woman in Haifa named Talia Khatib. Two of the suspects are actually the woman's sons. The suspects were taken into custody while trying to flee and are believed to have killed their mother due to disapproving of her, quote, way of life. I don't have any more information for you on what that means, her way of life. Two other suspects, 27-year-old Ahmad Ibrahim and an unnamed 16-year-old who are not related to the victim but are familiar with the family, were also arrested. Initially, the police suspected that the woman's partner was at fault, but he is no longer considered a suspect in the case. Khatib, a mother of seven, had previously reported domestic violence incidents involving her partner and other family members to the police. Emergency services say she was killed by heavy gunfire in her home. Our hearts go out to this family as they struggle to make sense of this violence, although this was a violent family affair, so I really am at a loss for words and just feeling very terrible about the state of affairs for women on this planet and specifically here in the Holy Land. Six Israeli citizens are under arrest in Cyprus on suspicion of raping a British tourist. The suspects are 19 to 20 years old, and there are six of them. The incident is part of a concerning pattern of group sexual abuse cases involving Israelis abroad, with two similar incidents having been reported within the last four years, starting in 2019. I reported Thursday the tragic story of a terror attack involving a car ramming at a checkpoint. But the details about the biggest victim from this incident had not yet come out when I made my recording Thursday. Unfortunate developments. Sergeant Maxim Mukhanov was killed when a terrorist rammed a car through the Maccabim checkpoint on Israel's central Jerusalem-Tel Aviv route 443 highway. It killed the young 20-year-old sergeant and injured five more. The attacker targeted a checkpoint, then drove about 10 kilometers before he was neutralized 
by security forces. The young man was a lone soldier from Ukraine when he was killed in a terror attack at the checkpoint. His parents are from Kharkiv, Ukraine, and they say Maxim was a kind and helpful person who went through the lengths of making a bone marrow transplant for a child in Germany just a year ago. His family is now facing a challenging journey to Israel for his funeral as they live in a no-fly zone in Ukraine and are needing to make a 14-hour car journey to the nearest airport in order to get to Israel for their son's funeral. Three of the wounded soldiers had been en route to an IDF event when the attack happened. Our hearts go out to this family who are in no doubt having a very tough time. I cannot imagine needing to leave a war zone to come to the funeral of your son who died as a soldier representing the Holy Land. I am very disturbed. If you have been thinking about supporting the Israel Daily News podcast, you can buy a surprise gift box for yourself or anyone you know with Hasod. And that way you'll be able to send a contribution straight to the Israel Daily News podcast and you'll get some local handmade treats from the Holy Land. Enter the coupon code SHANA10 in all capital letters and you'll get a 10% discount for the box. And of course, whatever purchases at Hasod's store Dot com that come via the Israel Daily News podcast, go right back into the podcast. That's hasodstore.com or just click on the special link in the show notes. Don't forget that you can use this service to send out Rosh Hashanah or New Year gift boxes to people. This is such an easy way to get a gift over people, over to people that you're thinking about and that you want to know are cared for. I want to thank all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. I also want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. The international Nigerian artist Rema was supposed to have a concert Thursday night in Israel, but it was postponed by a day to Friday and then canceled as people waited outside of the gate to get in. This is a big deal because the African-Israeli following largely keep the Sabbath. So starting on Thursday, when people started to get the message, which only came by word of mouth, by the way, So many people were upset that they were going to have to miss him. Then the concert got postponed one day back and people had to get creative in order to travel from all over the country to get to the show. And I met people from Elat, which is the southernmost point of Israel. I met people from Beersheba, which is multiple hours away. There's no intercity public transit on Friday night. So people that came put in that gas money and drove on Friday night, which is supposed to be the night of rest, to come out and see this artist. Now the concert was postponed, and then it was canceled, apparently because Israel police deemed something unsafe. People outside the venue were upset, and some banded together to create a legal suit to get their money back. 
The biggest complaint was that there was no communication to ticket holders about the delays or cancellation of the show. I'm going to let you hear a couple of recordings. I actually had a friend, not a Jewish one, to take some recordings of people who came out to the show because I keep the Sabbath and I am not allowed to record on the Sabbath. So I brought someone with me to record some clips. You can take a listen to what people had to say about the cancellation. How do you feel about the cancellation? Very disappointed because this is the second day. Yesterday we went to um, Expo Tel Aviv and nobody has like not sent us anything and there was nothing. So they told us that it's been postponed to today with no communication. So yeah. Where were you from? Or were you I'm originally from South Africa. What does it mean to you that, that this international Nigerian artist was coming to Israel? I'm happy. <laughs> I was excited to meet other African people, you know. It's always like Israeli, Israeli. So this was like something big for me. I believe there are a lot of Africans that relocate to Israel. So I feel like, you know, seeing other African coming and, yeah, it's, it's just precious. It's, it's nice. So you were looking forward to connecting with people? Absolutely, absolutely. I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to meet our African brothers and sisters, interact with people, and yeah, that's it. But I'm very disappointed. I hope they give us our money back. <laughs> My name is Ophir and I am from Isgav, which is about uh, one and a half hour from here. I'm pretty sad that it's happening because it's, the service didn't, didn't even tell us about the delay that they did er, uh, earlier. Like The show was supposed to be uh, yesterday, but it's still, uh, it's still not happening, and nobody informed us about anything. With the, even if they will refund the money about the show, it's still the gas that we paid and the parking spot that we paid twice, and nobody will refund that. So we already lost about 400 shekels, and... We at least wanted to have a good time and enjoy the show. I really like uh, Afrobeat and I listening to it for about a year and I obviously learned about Rema from it and I really would like to see him perform. It's really sad to hear that about that it cancelled because of uh, security problems that can be resolved way earlier. Like It's not something that should uh, could happen in about three months that they have period to, to organize the show. Yeah, it's very disappointing. I think there's something um, they don't tell us because, like, this was some this was supposed to be something they they were supposed to be prepared for this, and and suddenly it was uh, canceled. So. Uh, one of these great comments was the woman who said that she had come out to connect with her fellow African brothers and sisters. Wow. People really had big expectations for this concert. Rema, I think that everyone is going to be expecting their money back and a full apology. He flew out Saturday night and was not able to do a makeup concert. One person we spoke with actually said that they had gone out to Portugal to an African music concert to hear Rema and that he at that time actually canceled right before the concert as well. So this is starting to look like a repeat offense. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, September 4th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 23 degrees Celsius and a high of 31 degrees. That's 74 for the low and 87 if you want to take it Fahrenheit. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever 
you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. You can sign up for that at israeldaily.news. A big thank you goes out to our social media director, Michelle Milner. I'll send you off now with a song called Sibat Hasibot by Nicole Raviv and Elon Eckhart. I like this little ditty. Enjoy yourself. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week. Shavua Tov, everyone. Shall I have